Oh, you want to hit record and play the thing? And then you guys probably know the song. Jackie Cation, Laurie Kilmartin. Jackie Cation, Laurie Kilmartin. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. It's the Jackie and Laurie We're doing it, Austin, Texas, live Jackie and Laurie show. Hi, yeah. Laurie. Hi, Jacqueline. We should have walked out to that because it was sort of awkward us just sitting here. I don't. There's no fixing the awkward start of any live <laughs> podcast unless uh, people uh, have statues and they want to. I don't know. It's uh, there's no way to make it less awkward, in my opinion. Correct. Yes, Jackie's already moving chairs. I'd like to just things. tidy up uh, a stage that I set up. Okay. Okay. Well, right. I uh, mean, I did move I things around because you set it up improperly, but that's okay. <laughs> that's <is> true. <laughs> yes, I was told that it was not correct. Hi. Uh, you, uh, this is. Uh, it's dude heavy. Look at that. Look at this pile. This of, is mu- shocking. Pile of mustaches right there in the middle. I that's- love it. <laughs> I, I feel like so, so we have a we have a turnout. We have <laughs> there are people in some of the chairs, and that's exciting. Right. And um, thank you for coming. I feel like if we were, you know, named Come Town, of course, or Guys We Fucked, it would be a like a, a wild rena- scenario. Jackie and Lori, the guys we fucked. Start. You start first. first <laughs> what was his name? Uh, and is he available? Uh, I can. Do, we can do some matchmaking. I think it'll sell. I think it'll sell. Possibly. Okay. Um, but this is this is we're at the Creaking Cave in Austin, Texas. Right. Um. So I don't even. We're, Jackie, uh, how would you describe my hair right now? <laughs> uh, it's uh, thick. No, no. What would the quality <laughs> damp? be? Thank you. <laughs> now, why would it be damp? Well, let's do it's a little raining. backtracking. It's raining. No, that's not why it's damp. Okay. All right. We're, I'm in a condo. We were going to be in a hotel, oh, but that right. didn't happen. So I'm in a condo. And my problem with condos across the board, not just this condo, is that they aren't um, cleaned by hotel housekeepers. Who, right. I think the first thing a hotel housekeeper does is they go... Uh, all right. Make when they go into a room, they make sure nothing was stolen. Make sure the hair dryer wasn't torn off the wall. Make sure the iron's still there. Right. Make sure uh, the coffee maker's still there. Well, I, I am now thinking of different towns where I've gone to condos and the iron was pulled off the wall and the coffee maker was stolen. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's a condo, right? right? That's a condo. okay. So what I'm saying is, when when a club has a condo, the person cleaning it isn't like looking for things that are missing. They're just cleaning it because right. it's not their. They're housekeepers. Right. You know, no, you, you go into a regular house, you don't look for stolen items. So <laughs> this is just another house for them. Right. But uh, the person who notices there's no hair dryer is the comedian at 530 oh, was when there I'm no- getting a 6 p.m. pickup. Yeah, that's why my hair's wet. Okay. All right. Um, I was given a hair dryer to someone who lives here in Austin, Texas. It was a gift that I was given a hair dryer. And I said, am I keeping this for when your hair dryer breaks? And she said, yes, because I don't use it. I mean, I know you look at me and think quaffed, but not so, not so. Uh, I don't use a hair dryer at all. Okay, well, uh, uh, you do, and you would have liked there to be a hairdryer. Correct. There yes. we go. Okay, we've... Jackie, I feel like your story negated my story. <laughs> no, not and at all. On purpose. It uh, felt like an attack. Well, and welcome to the Jackie and Laurie show. <laughs> and you're staying at a hotel. You just put yourself up in a hotel. You said, fuck it. I don't want to. Because otherwise, a... we would have been sharing a two-bedroom, two-bathroom condo together. We are like sisters, Laurie Kilmartin, and I wouldn't stay with my sister. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and that is not a- an indictment against my sister, who has a very nice guest room uh, with its own entrance. Right. It's very nice. That's uh, I don't yeah. care. That is my worry. If we do these, that people will think we're one person that they can put in one hotel room. <laughs> spoon or be spooned, Lord. <laughs> spoon or be spooned. Uh, forked. I'd rather be forked. <laughs> well, I'll have to get an attachment. Anyway, so uh, that's a dick joke. Anything? Yes. No? Nothing. All right. And now, so I'm so, far away from you. Yeah. I'm in the condo. I because I we're was just told- on opposite sides of this of this thing. I think you're like four blocks, four or five blocks from here, right? No, no, no. I'm about a ten minute drive. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. I'm a dangerous walk to this club. Okay. Yes. Well, then don't. Oh, I, I won't. 
Okay. Uh, I, I no, I uh, um, I'm a Faberge egg, and I have been on the road for four weeks, and I'm not uh, sharing a condo with anyone. Right. I don't even want my own condo. Uh, here's <laughs> what I would like uh, to live in a hotel. I would like to live the monopoly life. I'd like to have a nice hotel where uh, there was, uh, or a doorman building. Uh, in other news, uh, I would like to be fabulously wealthy. Uh, it's not happened, but uh, I'm going to live like it here in Austin, Texas by staying at a Hilton. Right, right. You did what you normally do. Right, I love a Hilton. Now, Hilton. today you didn't do what you normally did because you flew southwest with me. That's right. We were on this thing together. That's right. And uh, what was your what was your boarding pass number? I was a twenty eight. What? I was a twenty seven. You were nowhere to be found. Well, because I went to the wrong gate. Oh, there you go. Listen, before I had a very <laughs> challenging morning. Okay? okay, I had to set my the house up for my son. You right. know, I, I I put all the rice in the cooker, so I'm like, you just have to push it down when you get home. Right. You know, I made right, chicken right. in advance. Right, right. You, try to help a boy out. Okay. Right, right, right. <laughs> And, uh, and so the lift was coming to get me at 8.30. Mm-hmm. And uh, at around 8.27, I moved my suitcases out of the house. And uh, I didn't notice it. Um, but uh, as I was, you know, oh, in, right. hold on. I'm in the front yard. I see a tail go by. And I live near a, an elementary school. So kids are all over the place, right? And, right. and, and I look at a parent. I'm like, oh, is that a dog out? I'm like, oh, that's, normally I would try to help. But I don't have time because right. I'm going getting on a flight in three minutes. Right. If lifts come to pick me up. And then my dog, uh, it's your like, dog. She leapt up over the fence to let me know. Uh, it wasn't just that dog. It was my dog. Wow. Charmy was loose. Charmy. Out. And it was like, and Charmy a, is a very sweet pit bull, but still a pit bull. Well, she's scary looking to kids, but she's yeah. very sweet. But, uh, so she, yeah. so I was running all over the neighborhood trying to catch her. And she, I don't know if other dogs do this, but when she's free, like she's, She's so, an escape is the most exciting thing for her. Right. And that and her pupils get really tiny and the rest of her eyes get gray. It's a, it's a look that I know that she's so, and her tongue's out. And uh, she's having a great time. And she's <laughs> letting me almost catch her and then she runs away. Oh, she's playing the game. Yes. Right, so right. Carlos Alas Rocky lives down the street from me. What? Yes. Carlos Alas Rocky, stand-up comic, lives down the street and from me. And the you. voice of Mod- Rocco's Modern Life and a bunch of other animated stuff. No, he works. Sure. He's a so working comic. he yeah. and his wife, they know Charmy, and they lured her in with their cat... You know, they risked their cat's life to get my dog in. <laughs> Did they just hold her out? <laughs> and I finally got her and got her back. And then, uh, and then and the, the lift, lift hung came. out. Yeah, oh. the lift. Yeah, the lift was a little bit late. Thank oh, God. That, thank but goodness. It, yeah. That that's happened twice now. Now I have to come up with a system. So because when I take the suitcase out, it opens the door really wide, and she and your she son is through. not awake. Uh, he's at school. I already took him to school at that oh, point. Right. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's yeah. He's gone, right? All right. I was ready to let that dog go. I'm already worried. Like, how am I going to take care of this dog if my son goes to college? I'm, I'm already I'm trying to come up with exit plans. And when she, like, escaped today, I was like, you know what? Maybe she did it herself. Right. She cry for help. She wanted to see the world. <laughs> I was, if I couldn't, I was not going to miss this flight. And I was not going to disappoint these 22 these people. These 22 people are That's truly- right. So I was like, Charmy can go. Someone else can have her. I was ready, but I, but the, but Carlos and his wife uh, took her in. So So another day, Charmy gets to live indoors for another day. Yes. All right. Um, Can you leave her outside? But whilst, well, uh, your son's at school? Yeah. 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 She's outside. That might be a thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it is a thing. It's a thing. I've got it all taken care of. I'm just saying it was very stressful to have her escape. What I would like to do is to try to retcon what was happening. I'm so sorry. Okay. Yes. I was like, how could I have fixed this uh, if I had a time machine? This is a bad use of a time machine. Yes. All right. (laughs) Not an ideal use. Uh, I had a lovely morning. I took the dogs for a walk. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andy drove me to the airport. Um, I ate uh, one of the last tomato sandwiches of the season. Uh, my life is good, is what I'm saying, you guys. It's all working out. Yep, that's nice, nice, to, be nice to, to be you. Deserves. Yeah, it's nice to be. <laughs> must be nice to be you. Um, so yeah, we're in the condo. Uh, I'm not. I'm not in the condo. You're not. I, Southwest. I right. I. I just came off of two very big weeks, one with Bamford, right? I worked uh, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and Chicago, and then I worked uh, Huntington, Buffalo, 
Whatever. I was in Jackie several, with all her towns. alliances with comedians that I, take her out on the road. Right. Well, just the two, and then we're back to back. So Brian <laughs> Regan, who by the way has a lot of great new material. His new courtesy chunk, if anybody, he always has a new ten minutes about how everyone should be nicer to each other uh, or more thoughtful, uh, is about uh, camera phones, and it's hilarious. Oh. So it's a weird. You wouldn't think. You'd be like, why? And uh, and then he has a very funny uh, assault rifle joke, which uh, you also wouldn't think Brian Regan would have. Felt a little dark. They tightened up a little bit, and then uh, they fucked off. So it was great. Uh, Is it? Does it reflect the view that maybe he's not into assault rifles and thinks they should be regulated? Uh, he he states some very basic, uh, just sort of. He he wants to be. I don't know if there's a, a B plot to this, but uh, or if he would like me to tell you that he has an opinion on it because he'd like to because he gets like uh, some weirdos who bring nine year olds to stand up comedy clubs. Right. And uh, well, I'm just saying, like, does the bit is the bit going to piss off like MAGA that love him and don't realize that it he's makes kind. them a little uncomfortable. Right. And uh, and it uh, it makes me very happy that he makes those people slightly uncomfortable. I was right. like, yeah. Be slightly uncomfortable. Yeah, it's an assault rifle. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, yeah, and and he doesn't ever. The only things I can't do, and this is not him. It's the Live Nation tour guide guys are like, well, you know, he doesn't, and it's because he doesn't talk about it, right? So he doesn't talk about sex or bodily functions. Uh, so don't talk about sex or bodily functions, and uh, and then he will have a good time following you, and the audience will be warmed up. And that's what we did. There was a weird guest set though on Saturday. Right. Did you hear, did I talk to you after the guest set? No, you set? didn't. No. Oh, it was uh no, Sunday. Sunday night show on Long Island. And uh there was a guest set. A, a young man uh from Long Island does governors regularly. 23, looked like he was around 13, he had a baby face and uh nice guy named John, I believe. John McGuire. There we go. That's a very governor's last name. John McGuire? Yes. Yeah, like his grandfather was probably a cop or something. <laughs> yeah. It was a very New York kind of moment. And uh, and he just did, a, he did five minutes. And um, and the audience was a little tight. It was weird. We all, we we're all working for a living. Not like this crowd. <laughs> who politely stares at me for the last 10 minutes so that I have to work on my Asperger's hump with my arm. Anyway, so this is my problem with the live podcast is that, you know, we're not doing our act. So it's, there's lots of silence. Even though we're talking, are you right. okay? You almost tipped back. I know, it's weird, this okay. chair. Uh, I love it. Yeah, to lean in, you guys. I'm leaning in. Uh, and so I feel like, oh, we're bombing. Like, maybe it's interesting. I don't know. Right. Well, it's certainly interesting. Nobody's stormed out or stormed us. Like, <laughs> torches, pitchforks. Guys, um, the good news is you all get a free notebook, and I have we have a selection over there with right. many yeah, different colors. Oh, you already got yours. All yeah. right. And we could sign it if you want afterwards. I, I pre-signed them, Yeah, well, mine will be authentic to you. <laughs> Jackie's on autopilot with her signatures constantly. Right. So, yeah. So we're, we're psyched we're going to do uh, long shows tomorrow night. I don't know if anybody's coming back for any of the long shows. So tonight we're going to do 15-minute sets that will not be recorded and part of the podcast that you guys will just uh, hopefully enjoy. Now, here's my question, though. Should I do my new closer tonight because you're not going to come to the rest of the weekend? Or yes. should I hold it over your head like a sword of Damocles? You want to hear the new closer? Fucking come. Of course they do. Tomorrow. Okay, well, all right. Of course well, they do. Well, I know they do, but what if I didn't do it and then I made them come back? I don't think they would. Okay. I, think, <laughs> I think this is so much Jackie and Lori this night. Yeah. We don't want another one immediately at right after. Like... I think we won't see these people for about a year and a half. Why? Why aren't you married? Why aren't you? Why? How did you not get into sales? Um, guys, come back. But yes, you can hear it, and then it, then then you'll hear it again tomorrow uh, or the next day, whatever. Or or not tonight. at all. Just tonight. Yeah. I'll do it tonight. I'll do it tonight. That would be it'd be rude. I've had people come up to me in the last couple of weeks and just go, "I wanted to hear the barrel joke." And I was like, "Well, Lori named it the barrel joke. Good for her." <laughs> and uh I don't know. So, other than that, um I got to see Niagara Falls and uh and I got to uh go to a Barnes and Noble on Long Island. That's those are the two things I did. Did they have books in it? At the Barnes and Noble in Long Island? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. Okay. 
Uh, I have, you, have you been to Long Island? I have. That's why I asked if they had books in the bookstore. Well, do you know that Walt Whitman and Herman Melville are both from Long Island? But they, did they die there? I don't think Whitman did, right? Uh, no, they got the fuck out. Thank you. Yeah, uh, exactly. I, I'm a little cussy. Uh, so I just worked with Brian Regan. I guess I'm a little sweary now. You need to get it out. So I need to get it out. But, uh, but I was told the one time I did Governors, I was told that... Um, Nobody knew who Walt Whitman was in uh, in Long Island. They all just thought that it was the guy who founded the mall. Because the, the name of the mall is the Walt Whitman Mall. <laughs> and every other street is like Melville Road. Right. And I was like, I, have you ever... This is a weird question. Yeah, it might have happened. Did you ever read Moby Dick? No, I didn't, no. Okay. I started it. It was actually very interesting, but it was uh, there was no whales. Uh, it was a hundred pages of no whale and I got bored, even though it was well-written, I was like, where the hell's the whale? So, uh, I didn't get to the whale. So the whale doesn't show up at all? Not in the first hundred pages. Okay. Is it, Uh, was it like on 101? I don't know. Does, has anyone finished it? There, of course. Doug has finished it. Uh, that's Doug, you guys. Uh, we met her first, so we got to know him. And we got to meet Doug. Yes. Uh, so uh, when does the whale show up? Like middle of the book? You know, I was in college, which was 25 years ago. So okay. But you do have the pride of having finished the book, so congratulations. <laughs> I was told that it, the whale didn't show up because they wanted to prove, uh, Melville wanted to prove how boring whaling was. Gutsy stuff. Herman. Yeah, that's gutsy a stuff. That's a hard pitch to greenlight. I can't right. believe someone did. And then you, uh, he never quit his day job. Just so you know, Herman really? Melville had his day job until the end. Yeah, he was a, a an excise guy. He was a customs guy. Oh, okay. All right, we break it up into discussion groups about Herman Melville because if you got something, I'd love to hear it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he was workshopping that bit. Uh, that yeah. made me laugh. Yeah. Okay, so uh, so uh, my dad painted a painting. Right. I saw uh, it. It was very cute. Thank very you cute. For the book you got my son. He I loves got, it. Oh, and did he? I told him to make a drawing for you, and he hasn't done it yet, but he will. Uh, all right, I'll put it on my fridge. He's 16. You don't he's put 17. It on, you don't put it on the fridge when they're 17. Uh, no, so, and he's an artist. <laughs> so, But I will say this. Uh, Maria Bamford is married to a fine artist, a guy named Scott Marvel Cassidy. Yeah. And uh, my dad painted a painting that Maria bought uh, of a cow. Essentially, do you remember the Ferdinand the Bull? You guys, yes. So it was essentially, it was a cow with flowers or a bull with flowers, right? Uh, very nice. Maria bought it. I dropped it off. She texted me later, left me a message that said, I showed it to Scott, her husband, fine artist. And Scott always, I guess, always says this whenever Maria shows him a piece of art. Oh, is that of you? And uh, <laughs> it doesn't matter what it is. He's like, oh, is that a picture of you? See, and- Jackie, you asked me earlier why I'm not married, and you just answered your question. <laughs> because that's mean? What? Because that's mean to say such a thing? No. no, 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 because it's one of those married jokes that oh, that, you're- that married people have with each other. Oh, right, right. Right. Yeah, a bomb. I want no part of that. I right, want right. an original joke every day or don't do it. <laughs> Uh, made me laugh though is what I'm saying it was, uh, <laughs> it was a good it's a nice painting so other than that I loved it yeah, yeah. Um, what do you got you got anything oh what you're putting the mic down how dare you hold forth hold <laughs> forth Lori well oh, by the way I, I don't know what time we started we started at 714 I checked oh, oh thank god yeah there we we're, go. we're talking really fast <laughs> oh, okay. we need to slow it down alright uh, you know what I was thinking so people here, I guess they like us or you were tricked, correct? Okay, that Thank wasn't... You. Thank you, Steve. That was a full That's 1% true. of a yeah. very small audience. <laughs> well, there was some nodding. Well, I took it. I took it. <laughs> so, so I, you know, uh, I didn't wear my heels. I'm like, ah, oh, it's a podcast. It's our fans, so I don't probably have to, you know, wear heels. And then I realized I dress up a little bit more on the on stand-up shows. I mean, because maybe because it's stand-up, but also... I'm, I know that I'm having to convert people who just oh. wandered in, who don't know who I am, right, who don't these care. These people are on board. They, yeah, that's they, what I'm saying. That's it. This must be what it's like to have your own audience, like Maria or Marin or somebody, and just show up like how you want to dress and do your show. These people are our family. That's a thing. <laughs> that's why I am still wearing the clothes I flew in. <laughs> do you know um, what that is? 
No respect for family. That's what that is. That's a problem. I changed. Uh, you did, and you sh- you showered. I did. Because your hair was wet. It's, it's drying as we as Slowly. We and nice. it'll dry straight like I don't want it. Okay. Um, but uh, don't, don't, don't get me back. Remind me I don't have a hair dryer at my disposal. I, I think uh, you brought you one. But yeah, so I, I wish that, like, my stand-up career was at the point where I could just, you know, have a 4 p.m. show. Like, Maria does these afternoon shows. She probably dresses exactly how she feels like and does whatever she wants. She loves That's a tall dream. clog, though. She loves a tall clog. But so she, she likes any time of the day or night. Yeah. yeah. She, uh, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if she got up in the middle of the night, put clogs on to go to the bathroom. She's a tiny lady. <laughs> She's a tiny, tiny lady. And uh, I think that it would, um, yeah, I, um, yeah, it'd be great. But, but just think of the compromises they've made. These people, <laughs> these people have hearts of gold. This is a beautiful demographic. This is what we want. It is a nice demo, but I'm saying on the weekend shows, I'm gonna be wearing heels. I may not want to wear. Just you gonna lipstick it up? You gonna you gonna? I have lipstick on. What are you saying? Oh, I'm so sorry. Okay. <laughs> I have lip gloss on. Okay. Oh, that's all right. It was. Some, I thought a version of lipstick. Yeah, yeah, sure it is. Yeah, but I'm saying it would be nice to not feel like I have to like dress up for the for the people that you know will come in and go. Oh, it's a female comic or whatever's in my head. Maybe they don't do that, but maybe that's just but, old thinking from right, right, that's when we started back playing. in the day. I have to say that today, Bert Kreischer's Instagram. I was like, is there a way that I can snooze this? for 30 days because he was touching his belly and it was just on and on and on with the belly touching and I was like too much too much belly touching so it was a reel of him touching his belly yeah yeah talking about how he's going back on tour and I was like (laughs) well that's great but it's weird that you would touch your belly the whole time is he thinner though I thought he lost a lot of weight yeah yeah he gave up drinking and he's only been eating meat uh and then he went on his cruise uh and then he ate and drank whatever he wanted and I believe he Gain some of it back. Okay. All I know is uh, he has a different career than we do. You and I would not launch a tour by rubbing our bellies <laughs> on Instagram. Yeah, and I don't know. I don't know who I want coming out. <laughs> Who's, uh, if, if, if that was something that a brought genie? him into the, into the rooms. <laughs> yeah. Right, if a genie came out of my mouth. Uh, again, I've just creeped myself up right yeah, there. You made it. It's not great. Uh, so, yeah. But uh, the, this town, now, I haven't been here in a couple of years. Uh-huh. It now has, I, what, what do you guys got, nine comedy clubs? What's happening? Is there one, is there a sub-comedy club inside of this comedy club? Is there just, like, are they just opening them up in your homes? Just uh, Like a, just, a comedy club in an H-E-B, where the Starbucks used to be? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Just a, every, a second creek and cave? Yes. Yes, I would love it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. If, There's one called Gonzo that I drove by. Oh, Gonzo? really? Is that right? I've that heard some, right? Yeah. Zorro something? Anyway, so that one is, uh, it, that, that one has, has shows. And then there's this. A ton of comics have moved here. They've created a different scene here. Here's my question. Are the, are, is there enough audience uh, to support all these clubs? Like, is, do people love comedy that much when they come to Austin? And they might. I mean, this I've heard is the, the people, music district. Remember, Brandon told us? It used to be. Is well, it now? Well, yeah, I mean, it might be the comedy district, right? Right, it might be a turkey-like district uh, because there's a food truck that sells turkey legs across the street. Um, okay, but, I, but I was told that it was the music district. Well, so I don't day. know, that sounds so official. Right, right, it felt official. Um, a- I, I don't know, what I, but I'm, I'm just curious, like, does the fact that there's a ton of clubs mean there's a huge audience for comedy no matter what? I don't or know. is it, or is there going to be a shakeout? Is, is this like, you know how the 90s were in the country? Is this the 90s, but it's just in a town? Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if you guys, it's sustainable. Is that the question? I'm curious. I'm yeah, just yeah, wondering, is there yeah. a massive audience for comedy here? There is in, in the McDougal area of New York City. So that's what this reminds me of. Like right. the cellar and all its little satellite clubs and other clubs that have nothing to do with the cellar. Um, but they take the spillover. And is this part of Austin like that? I don't know. Right, because there's uh, there's three clubs within walking distance. Like there's this club and yeah. two more, I believe. And um, it's, but the comment, but Cap City, which used to be in the craziest strip mall I've ever seen in my life. Uh, have you guys been to Cap City back in the day? When it was, yeah. It, it was, was near a strip club, right? 
no, no, it was a hand job place on the corner, but it was the only thing that stayed. Uh, yeah, I'm sure they were naked, but uh, but the um, it was the it was the only business besides Cap City that that sustained over the 30 years. When I first worked Cap City, um, they would uh, you would take uh, a cab to the club, and they would give you keys to a shitty van, and then you would go to the condo, which you shared with a guitar comic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember the condo. I shared it with Fred Greenlee. Oh. That's the only person I've ever really hated on the road besides Bob Nelson. Wow, not Fred Greenlee and Bob Nelson. <laughs> uh, I don't know those names. <laughs> That's right, my power, Jackie. Right, <laughs> is that you remember the names of the... Uh, Cap City used to be the last stop, and that was um, like oh, wow. a, a, a place uh, Hicks played all the time. Okay, and they had it was a different and layout then, when they when the Cap City people bought it. They changed the layout, and it was like, whoa, this is weird because it was perfect before. Oh, but I really? mean, I guess it was still really good. But it was well, and they it, it was in that same place yeah. underneath mm-hmm. that overpass. Mm-hmm. Yep, same. Yeah. It was it was uh, right down the block from like a lo- red lobster. That was the only, and you had to walk from the Best Western where they put you up. It was very dangerous. It didn't feel uh, super safe or fun. And then you would get to the club, and the club was super fun. But yeah. then you'd have to walk back late at night. Which so, you, d- you didn't get a ride? No, not not when I was uh, in between when I first started headlining. I didn't get a ride. <laughs> Features don't deserve rides. <laughs> but when I was a feature, I believe I had uh, the last time I worked uh, when I had the van. Yeah, I was featuring, and the headliner was like, "I'm going to be drinking and doing a lot of coke this week, so you're going to have to drive every night." And I was like, "Okay." Who was the headliner? Uh, I'd prefer not to say. It was all of them. It was. <laughs> It was every headline. I believe he opened a club in North Carolina afterwards and um, and was not uh, successful. Mm-hmm. But uh, he was he was a guitar comic. It was weird about some guitar comics uh, are it, now there. There's a new genre of guitar comic that can be very funny and very talented. This was a guy who I believe his name was Todd Yon. Oh, I remember, remember him. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He was a very good, I mean, it seems. Wait, he was to, doing Coke and alcohol and made you drive? Yeah. Was that him or was it Jimmy Schubert? One of you those two guys. You should probably get this straight. Well, that's why I didn't want to mention anybody's names. <laughs> but but you now, did. guess what? The 90s are alive and everybody's 100 and so it's over. Todd so, was huge on Bob and Tom. That's why. Well, he was, he was, a, what, here's what my opinion of Todd Young. Yeah. Uh, he was a great guitar player. And he was a great joke writer. Mm-hmm. But when he played the guitar and sang funny things, it was terrible. This is my opinion. Uh, he uh, went on probably to buy land. So uh, he doesn't, <laughs> it, it can't possibly matter uh, what I think about it. But, um, but I thought he was a great guitar player and I mm-hmm. thought he was a good joke writer. Mm-hmm. But the songs were all poop. It was all just about, it was dumb. I'm just thinking about land. I'm thinking about those 90 comic, 90s comics and all the land they bought or could have bought it had they not snorted it uh, in cocaine. Did you do, can I ask if you've tried the cocaine? I have not. You've never tried the have cocaine? Have you? Oh, sure. A couple of times. It was free. Um, and <laughs> I don't know if you've ever turned down drugs or alcohol, but I never have. Uh, or a turkey leg. For that guy. Or a free book. Jackie, um, you love life. I do. Live, laugh, love, you guys. <laughs> I, uh, so the condo, what the condo does have is a gigantic, like the biggest television I've ever seen in person. Oh, really? Like so I started watching, yeah, at least maybe a wow. hundred inches. Wow. Maybe it's, like it's the massive. Yeah. It's like a wall television. That's neat. Yes. So I started watching the Wolf of Wall, wall Street while, uh, I was waiting for my hair to dry. And, uh, <laughs> still mad, still mad, you guys. Guys, I'm petty and I hold a grudge for a long time. Um, and, uh, uh, I've never seen that movie. I've seen so many clips. I felt like I had seen it. And I've also seen the big short. So I was like, I get it. Well, you know, people on okay. Wall Street are horrible. Uh, but they still are. And uh, it, it, while I was watching it, I was like, is this, is this obviously a Scorsese movie? It's got Leonardo DiCaprio doing the VO that sounds like um, the VO from uh, Goodfellas, okay. uh, Ray Liotish, you know? Okay. And uh, uh, I was just like, is this a bad movie or is it a great movie about horrible people 
And it's a divided question on Twitter, Jackie. And, <laughs> let me tell you something. Uh, I've never enjoyed a great movie about t- t- uh, terrible people. Right. Uh, I've always, uh, I'm proud that everybody worked very hard and that the acting was great. I would, and, and I've said this before, and I stand by it, I would rather die by means of whatever horrible person uh, is being depicted than uh, sit through a movie. I'd rather be killed by an evil billionaire than to sit through a movie about an evil billionaire. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, I would rather be killed by the means of open water than to sit through open water. I can't take the tension. Right. Yeah, it's not great. So there you go. All right. All right. And it's called The Wolf of Wall Street? Yeah, it's a super old movie. It, it's a ton, it's, it's being gifted out into clips and memes, so okay. you'll see stuff and go, oh, oh, I didn't know this is from that movie. Yeah. <laughs> I never saw the second Godfather movie because I knew it wasn't going to end well. Jackie. There's a lot of silence. It was a great movie. That's what I hear. I hear it's a great movie. Um... Wait, there's whispering. <laughs> well, once you introduce Godfather into the plot, uh, people get angry with you because <laughs> you haven't seen it. Well, it does. It, it gets people get tense. I've been given copies of it. People are like, just, just let me give you these VHS. Let me give you these DVDs. Well, then you can't watch like, it. Format has changed. That's yeah. how many times I've been given this film. <laughs> it's uh, it's amazing. I look forward to being given download codes uh, <laughs> that I can also ignore. <laughs> so, I've seen all the clips. I get it. You know, I mean, I can quote all the, I have four brothers, you know, they all thought that, that, did you ever watch The King of Comedy? Yes, I did. Yeah, with Sandra Bernhardt and uh, Robert De Niro. Right, yes. right. I mm-hmm. never, I've never been able to watch that either. It's a uh, good one. Yeah. I, it's worth it. Okay. But yeah. you, you would apparently rather be killed by a King of Comedy than I'd watch. I'd rather be killed by a hack than uh, have to watch a hack. <laughs> That I think is true. Um, right. Yeah, he does, he plays like a tonight Johnny Carson-esque sort of, you know. Sure. Yeah. Hey, let's take a a quick break and pretend that we're going to be able to find this. Have you ever wanted to know the sad lore behind Chuck E. Cheese's love of birthday parties? Or my Saturday mornings were reserved for cartoons? Or have you wanted to know how beloved virtual pet site Neopets fell into the hands of Scientologists? Or how a former Mattel employee managed to grow Sega into a video game powerhouse? Join us, hosts Austin and Brenda, and learn all of these things and more at Secret Histories of Nerd Mysteries, now on Maximum Fun. There you go. Uh, guess what? We have a comic of the week. Do you oh, have uh, her yeah. info? We, she, we went with, I, I went around and I asked all the people, the staff here, and if you were not asked, I'm so sorry. But uh, the uh, there were there were several people that were mentioned, and we picked uh, uh, this woman who is named uh, Candice Medina. Candice Medina, yes. Comic of the week. Candice with a K, K A N. D-A-C-E, Medina, spelled like Medina, M-E-D-I-N-A. I don't know if it's Medina or Medina. Is she any relation to Joey Medina, the, the boxer slash comic? I do not know, but her handle is Chunker Nugget. Chunker. Yeah. Chunker Nugget. Is Nugget spelled K-N-U-G-G-E-T? Yes. Okay. Wow, nice Chunker, one. Yeah, sure. So, uh, <laughs> well played. Two Ks, you guys. It'll be in the notes. Uh, yeah, so if you, the people of Austin, Texas, ever get a chance to see Candace Medina, you'll say to her, oh, you got the Jackie and Lori bump. <laughs> Can we Wait. all promise that you'll say... No. Jackie, when are we going to get our bump? That's my question. <laughs> when do this we get it. our bump? This is it. We're bumped. Uh, no, but Candace is... I watched a bunch of her uh, roast battle stuff. Very yeah. funny. Very mean. I love it. <laughs> Vile. Vicious. Yeah. Cruel. Uh, I didn't, unusual. I watched the other... Uh, I watched uh, just some straight stand-up, and it was smart and funny. Yeah. So, you guys, uh, local hero, Candace Medina. <laughs> Knock yourselves out. Don't forget to find her and uh, hand her a dollar. So, um, other than that, mm-hmm. what are you doing? What are you doing after this? You going to be in Austin? I'm, <laughs> I thought we could wander around and see the other clubs. Just check in. Just take in the whole. This Ron whole White now. lives here now, and in, he uh, in Austin. Yep, and he is uh, consistently over at um, the poor man's. Uh, Howie Mandel's uh, club. Jackie. And, uh, well, I don't want to say the other guy's name. What? Anyway, so. Joe Rogan. <gasps> gasp. <laughs> there's a gasp. Oh, yeah. there's dissent. There's just, well. I think I, he's no, beloved. I think there's agreement. A lot of places here. 
Uh, I don't I don't know what he's doing. All I know is uh, Ron White. I've only met him once, and I right. know he's good friends with a friend of mine, Kathleen Madigan, mm-hmm. and um, and they are they are good friends. And I don't I've only I met him in two thousand three. You guys, uh, I may not be young. Uh, so uh, yeah, he he did his half hour special for Comedy Central right before I did mine, and we shared the same audience. That's so insane, right? And so uh, he. Uh, he did great, but he was half in the bag before he went up, and then he had two low balls that he was working on because I think he was drinking a lot. At Were that you time. drinking at that time? Uh, no, I was okay. not drinking at that time. Uh, I was uh, nervous at that time, so I, I'm still nervous, you guys. <laughs> and so, but he, uh, yeah, he did very well. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing him. It looks like he's grown his hair out. He's he's shaggy. a sexy looking guy, shaggy, and shaggy I hate dude. I hate to think that about a comic. Yeah, that's not going to get you anywhere. <laughs> um, yeah, he, when I met him, I, it was at the old San Antonio uh, club that was at the top of the mall. Do you remember that one? The LOL Mall? No, the River Center. It okay. turned into the LOL at a different location, but it was a River Center comedy club. It was right across from a mo- movie theater. Like you could see free movies during the day. Oh, I do remember that. Yes. That was next to the Alamo. They put you up it in a condo right that, that people stole pillows from. But by the time I got there, there's like no pillows and I was sleeping on a flat mattress. Stand-up comics are a desperate lot. And that's why <laughs> we're not allowed to have nice things. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I met him. He stopped by after a show and uh, okay. I-, I got a dangerous vibe from him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I think he's something like he had just come from his factory in Mexico. And I'm like, what? What comic has a, owns a factory oh, and in Mexico? Own, for his own merch? I don't know. But I was like, this is dangerous. I got and I, I had to step away. Not in a like harassy way, just like, a, you know, people like could be coming guy. for him. Like a tough guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Wow. But uh, apparently he's a sweetheart. So I, you know. All right. So you might have been wrong. Yeah, even definitely. though he had a Mexico uh, Mexican uh, factory, which is not a sign of a great deal of character. Well, I have no idea. I'm always shocked when the comics have separate side businesses that make money that have nothing to do with stand up. I've met several people who have rental properties. Have you met those people? Uh, I have a rental property accidentally, but yeah, but sort I don't of. know. But I don't. Uh, I don't know comics that have multiple rentals that they. Yeah, they have like they own like an apartment building or something. I mean, it oh, feels I know like, a couple apartment building owners. Yeah, then you know somebody who yes. owns. Yeah, there yeah. you go. They bought in San Francisco a long time ago. Oh wow! And uh, even then, I was like, "How could you dilute <laughs> your resources? You should just be a true stand-up. Who thinks about buying property?" Pardon me. In they, San Francisco, uh, they, chose, I know. they chose correctly. Oh, and, uh, oh yeah, I've made every you, wrong you, choice. You have, uh, right, but you have two albums, so that's important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they're not being played anywhere, so that's even more important. Uh, actually, Bruce, my manager, said he heard some of my uh, hospice comedy on Sirius, so they're <laughs> they're playing the Dead Dad, the Dead Dad album. So those checks are coming. My dad's watching out over me. I'm excited for my sound exchange. Your manager called to say, hey, the hospice material is playing. I'm serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you heard two cuts from that album (laughs) yesterday. There's $30. Yes. And uh, that's 50, Jackie. Unless it was on She's So Funny, that then they don't pay anything for I that. I thought they were $15. There was 30 bucks a thing, but you only get 15 because uh, the, the publisher I gets I thought it 15. was 50 and you get half, so you get 25 For a serious play? Unless well, it's She's So Funny, then they're streaming it and they don't pay you and anything. And it's pennies on the dollar. Yeah. That's probably where it is. All of my albums are back up on Pandora. Did I tell you that? You did, but all you right, didn't tell them that. Hey, you guys, all my albums are back up on Pandora. Except for Circus People, which is the not best one anyway uh it's the first one so never listen to my albums in the wrong order start with the first one and then go to the new one and listen to me get better at stand-up comedy please do not do it the other way or if you do never email me and tell me you thought it was funny uh because uh you are one of my brothers then that's uh essentially jack i i i started like uh Getting you getting transcripts of all my old sets. I converted sets going back to like '88. Oh, we were all there. VHS. We were all there when you were digitizing <laughs> in your garage. VHS to MP. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So now I got. There's this app called Cockatoo, and uh, you put the you you know you upload it, and they it spits out a transcript. And um, 
So I don't know what I need to do with this. I just want to have it all just in case maybe I can weave it all together into some kind of weird you, thing. You could get a card catalog like Joan Rivers and sort of separate them into... No, but topics. there are some jokes. I'm like, I wonder if I could if I could just have do a separate show of older jokes that are a little more evergreen. Would you be willing to do such a thing? Oh yeah, totally. Then you could totally do it. Thank you. All right, Alama, but- book you at the Lyric Hyperion <laughs> sometime in December. Sure. All right. Um, but the other thing is my voice was so much higher when I was younger. And I think if people were to listen to your albums in order, they would just go with high voice and then <laughs> until they get to your current. Uh, masculine voice, as well as my own. As women age, our voices get lower. Keep talking. Just keep <laughs> digging and do what you got to do to get out of whatever's happening. I'm sitting in it like a little pig. I'm pretty happy. I'm not trying to scramble out of this. <laughs> well, nurse that Diet Coke. Uh, so uh, I, I do wonder, just because, uh, I mean, before I want to, I, I do want to, of course, tell people where I'm going to be uh, next week. But... Do we have any questions from the audience? Did you know that I was going to ask that? No, but... Uh, what do you think of is it? Is that an admission that we've run out of things to talk about? No. I was just curious, because they, they've broken up into discussion, small discussion groups, but discussion groups twice, and I was wondering if they, they needed clarity on any sort of issues. Is there anything... And please don't ask how we got into stand-up comedy. Oh, what's the barrel joke? Well, if you last another half an hour, sir, uh, you're going to find out. I'll go first. Yeah. All right. <laughs> we have 20 more minutes of podcast hangouts. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the barrel joke, uh, it's, a, it's, a weird, uh, it's a weird thing. I had, I did a dork forest. The next dork forest is about the Nordic, the original Nordic track ski machine. Oh, we had one of those. Liz Glazer. Remember Liz Glazer yes. stand-up comedy? Yeah. Uh, stand-up comic from New Jersey. Uh, that's her dorkdom. She uh, has owned several original Nordic track <laughs> ski machines. Every time she moves, she abandons it. And then it turns out she has $40 and there's a Craigslist mm-hmm. wherever she moves. Right, right, and right. And then uh, she loves it, though. And I did not know this. Uh, it's like an elliptical. i shocking no one. I don't get on machinery. So, uh, but here's a scoop. The skiing thing, every, every, like the two legs are separate and the two arms are separate and they all have separate pulleys. So when she bought her first one, she, they, she was 16. Her mom, they, there was something called the swap and meet or something. It was a cable channel mm-hmm. that was essentially Craigslist on television in New Jersey in the 90s. And uh, it was the telephone number of the person who was selling something would be on that channel. And wow. you'd call them and they'd say, well, bring a truck over with $40 and you can have this Nordic track. And so when she got it, the woman who gave it to her said, for the first three days of using a Nordic track, you should just do your legs so that you know what the hell you're doing and then integrate uh, the arm. Uh, and, and the arm thing is like cross country skiing, right? Yeah. Yeah, but they aren't poles. They were like uh, jump rope handles with just with cords. Anyway, it's going to be a great episode coming out on the door. Oh, that, wait, that's tomorrow. the whole story? Yeah, that's the whole story. <laughs> all right. Well, it's, it's all I remember. Every single episode of The Dork Forest uh, has uh, about that, about 40 seconds that I've retained. <laughs> uh, so uh, if you were to ever be on The Dork Forest, uh, I would know something about cross-stitch or whatever the fuck you like uh, for uh, about 40 seconds of that. Well, Jackie, I was on Craigslist this week because I had a bunch of this plant called Blue... Blue agave, and they're, they they grow like weeds. And Is it the sugar thing? No, it's just some agave thing. It's, okay, you know, I don't know how to describe it. It's got you know green uh, leaves it, sticking out. Is it a out. succulent? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Pardon? Is it okay? All right. Oh, you could have made sugar. Well, not anymore. I didn't. <laughs> what, why? Why do people think I'm a sugar maker? I'm not. I'm a rainmaker. Uh, no, so, uh, so it, it's growing, like I have, my yard has gone into disrepair because I, I can't, I can't justify spending money to hire someone to fix it. I'm like, I just have to pull these things myself, right? right? So, uh, uh, someone mentioned to me that blue agave is actually quite popular and people love it. And you, you know can why? Because pu- it's a sugar thing. <laughs> <laughs> you can cut it out and replant it and it, it just grows again. Okay. It's like a, it's like a, what you wish limbs were like, right? 
I mean, not that you want to cut off your limbs, but I'm just saying, like, it would be nice if they would just grow back, right? That's what a copy does. So I put out on Why Craigslist. Why don't you have a gardening show? This is amazing. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. I put it out on Craigslist. I'm like, free agave. You just got to pull it out. You know, yeah. I'd love it if you take the roots, but I don't care. Just get it off. Get, get away from me. I right. hate it. And uh, a guy came. He brought, you know, he brought his uh, tools. And then he, I have like these little Queen Anne palm trees. Yeah. And the fronds, they just keep coming and coming. I fucking hate palm trees. Yeah. And they're like a menace. And there's so many of them. I can't even... I'm like, they're too high. I, I, uh. yeah. And I've just been ignoring it to the, to the anger of my neighbors who, okay. uh, yeah, yeah. who keep pushing them. So the agave and, guy. So he goes, hey, I'll take those down for you. And uh, so not only did I get the agave taken out, but he did a little bit of gardening work for me. It oh was gosh. like one of the best days of my life. <laughs> I'm Yucky Jessica. I'm Chuck Crudsworth. And this is Terrible. A podcast where we talk about things we hate that are awful. Today we're discussing Wonderful, a podcast on the Maximum Fun Network. Hosts Rachel and Griffin McElroy, a real-life married couple, Yuck. discuss a wide range of topics, music, video games, poetry, snacks. But I hate all that stuff. I know you do, Yucky Jessica. It comes out every Wednesday, the worst day of the week, wherever you download your podcasts. For our next topic, we're talking Fiona, the baby hippo from the Cincinnati Zoo. I hate this little hippo. Well, that that sentence was that that. All right, that took away the joy for me. I just because I <laughs> that I, I was happy. There to be better days. <laughs> I, uh, yes. No, when something is in disrepair yeah. and it gets so bad that you can't look at it anymore, then you're. And and if someone fixes it, it's like magic. It is magic. Uh, who was this gentleman? Did you? Um, did I'm he, not fucking him. Is that what you're asking? Yep, no, that's what I'm asking. He's I'm an asking. older guy. He lives in uh, some. He lives like an hour away. Came down with his truck and all of his tools. He, he goes. I got a lot of land. I want to. I want to plant this agave. I'm like, good. You are in take luck. It. Today's your lucky day, take sir. Because mm-hmm. if you just cut some off and put it in the ground, more agave. Yeah, he took it all. All right. He was pan. They're really heavy agave. That's that's why I didn't want to do it. I did it once to a and, a and I'm like, oh my god, I can't do twenty of these. I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> right. They're too heavy to even put in the bin. I had no idea they weren't garbage, that people like them. <laughs> I was throwing away gold, Jackie. Yeah, they are. Uh, I will say this. we uh, Our neighbor gave us a dragon fruit plant, mm-hmm. uh, and it is very, very pointy, and, uh, and it has grown over the walkway. And so I get slapped in the body yeah. or the face with a, with a pointy dragon. And Andy... I was like, can we get the guy who cuts our lawn um, every week to hack that back? And he and Andy said, hack is the word, because Rodolfo would definitely hack it. And I was like, please, hack away. And uh, Andy said, no, no, I'll do it. I'll do it gently, and I'll make sure it's all organized. And I was like, when? When will you do that in your copious amounts of free time? And uh, still not happened, let me just say. Well, you should... Plant some agave and then give it away and have the person come and do a chore for you in return. It was a long game. It was a very long, long game. My fucking rat is back. It's just on my one. bird feeder. It's just one. I, and I posted a, a picture of it and on Twitter, and a lot of people said it was a mouse. It's out oh. during the day. Our okay. rats are nocturnal. But I also feel like they're just trying to make me feel better. It okay. did have gigantic eyes. And it's sitting in the tray that catches the bird seed yep. like, that's underneath the bird, the bird feeder. And yeah. um, so I went out there with Charmy, my useless dog. And uh, she, she uh, I, I had her she's on a- She's supposed to be a ratter. Well, she's not. Okay. No. Um, and- uh, so she couldn't, she, I was like, it's right there. It's right there. And I was pointing to it and the rat's looking at me like, what the fuck? And, uh, and, and he was paralyzed with fear and Charmy was just like looking for squirrels. Right. And, uh, so, she so was- then I had to set up a sting operation where I, I, I set up my, um, my iPad to record cause I want to see how's this rat getting here. Cause I gotta, I gotta, I gotta take whatever's there that he's climbing on and get it, okay. get it. Uh, and delete it, not right. delete it, cut it. I don't right. know how you do things in gardening. Do right, you right. Delete leaves and branches. So wait, so you're filming your own bird feeder to find out yes. how he's getting there? Yes, because he wouldn't move for a while. Yes, it did. I figured it out, and I couldn't believe he was uh, using this one branch to get there. I thought I thought it was, uh, you know, 
not, not uh, able to support his weight, but he or she or she. But, uh, <laughs> uh, they're crafty, this is the things. greatest rat story in the world, you guys. It rivals the rats of Nim. It love was it. it was my B story. Uh, okay. In case our our conversation faltered. Well, uh, I, well, what? Uh, well, it did. <laughs> it did falter. Sometimes it falters. Yes. I will. I will say this. Next week, I'm only home for a day and a half. Right. And then I go back on the road again, and I'm doing a series of one-nighters uh, around Pittsburgh and Morgantown, West Virginia. And uh, so if you are in Pittsburgh or Morgantown, West Virginia, it's very specific. Uh, think of me on November 15th or November 18th or wherever you live. And... Um, yeah, come on out. I have made of bees hats. I brought some tonight. You, you, uh. Well, all right, here we go. I knew this would come up. <laughs> so I didn't bring the hats because I, uh, our, 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 uh. The Jackie and Lori hats. The Jackie and Lori hats because you said you're bringing bee hats. And I'm like, people aren't going to buy two hats. And you people have 500. Might, people you know? might bring, buy two hats. Well, but I didn't want to cut into here's your. The thing. We don't do this show that often. Right. Right. So what we need is more communication <laughs> right. for going to it. And yes. I have to apologize because I think you thought you thought I was very irritated, but I was just um, tired. Okay. So uh, you guys, we have uh, beanies that say kills like a guy. Lori will show you her sample because she was wearing it today. <laughs> and uh, Because and my I- hair's wet. Right. And then you, what you can do is you can look at it and say to yourself, well, then I should go to the Max Funds place and buy a beanie that same price like a guy same, same price. price same price yeah we were going to way overcharge you and they'll they'll charge you the same amount and ship it to you oh there you go with shipping yeah. so very exciting i don't know uh how we were going to lose money but you really had a handle on that good for you <laughs> uh congratulations <laughs> Um, I only care that the people that came tonight get a free notebook. That's well, all I care about. Well, they're getting a free about. notebook yes. and uh, stickers if they like. And then you guys can see the made of bees. Maybe I'll do the made of bees joke. And then the, people who like a beanie might buy a beanie now. Mine are, because uh, I brought some, but I didn't bring that much because I thought you were going to bring the kills like a guy once and I didn't want to. We've had this conversation yeah, seven times again. today and I, twice uh, on this just podcast. end it with this. Uh, <laughs> there's plenty of free stickers too. So there's stickers <laughs> and there's uh, notebooks and... Um, so Jackie. Yeah. So uh, so this, so this my son is, uh, he's going to do club water polo this year. What's that? That means uh, he needs a ride to and from... Uh, a, the pool, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Now, what am I normally doing during those hours? Buying your son a car. No. Uh, <laughs> he's 17. He doesn't have his driver's license yet. Well, step one. Uh, no, Jackie, we'll do that this summer. I'm just saying, like, yeah, maybe I should have, but, but also I don't want him driving. Just, you know. Okay. Not with these drivers. Not Since COVID, people are just, they're absolute fucking maniacs. So anyway, my point is, is like, this was the first right, this week. this is going to cut into your, uh, your stand up. Yeah. Yeah. This is you the, have to go do the shitty chateau uh, on any given day. Jackie, how dare you denigrate any club that books me? Or, or anyone, quite honestly. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I haven't kept uh, I the love sticker. the chateau. They you get, love they the chateau? They spots and I love what, spots. Uh, right. You love spots with the power of the sun. Yes. Uh, I was given a post-it with the name of the woman who books that and while... I have it. I can give it to you later. Well, here, what happened is... It's a fun room. It's Dean Del Rey's all there all the time, so it should be Brogan. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Jimmy Brogan? Yeah, but yeah. Jimmy Brogan is... Uh, that guy's 90% stand-up comic. Like, he right. was literally his best friend, Jay Leno, 85% stand-up and comic. And you're 82% and rising. And <laughs> But but he's... Uh, Jay Leno, 80, 85% stand-up comic, 10% uh, motorhead, 5% uh, guy who can do small talk. Uh, that is all. And uh, Jimmy Brogan. And, and 5% uh, took jobs away from all my friends who were well, on the Today that was show. just, that That's was okay. one, one time. Right, right, right. And for 10 years yeah. or so. So, but I will say this, like I, um, uh, if you could, if you ever get a chance to meet uh, Jay Leno, 
Ask him what stand-up comedy was like, and then just pick a year. And then it's like putting a quarter into somebody. It's kind of amazing. It's a delightful time. Or just go, did you ever meet Jimmy J.J. Walker? Or just pick some comic from yeah. no, from anywhere, from any time. And ask him if he's met Jelly Roll Morton, who died before Jay Leno was born. Oh, I But uh, he'll, maybe Winston Churchill. I thought he you might, made the current Jelly Roll. Uh, oh, no, that's he's a climbing the charts. Hip-hop? He has a lot of comics open for him. Oh, does he? That's right. And somebody was talking and they were talking about Jelly Roll and I kind of knew who he was, but not enough to, I was like, is this a prank, this conversation? And then he said, Jell. He's like, Jell's really cool. And I was like, all right, I'm just going to nod and agree. But did this, did a comic just say this to me? Right. And uh, if your name was Jelly Roll Morton, or if your name was Jelly Roll, wouldn't you want to always be called Jelly Roll? Yeah, Jell. No, Jell. I like Jell. You want to be called Jell? Yeah. All right. Jelly Roll is the formal Christian version of the the name that isn't real. And then Jell's the nickname. I like it. Fine. One of the saints was called Jelly Roll, if I remember correctly. You guys. Jackie, what I'm saying is, how am I going to do stand-up and support my... I thought it was going to be easier now. And... Right. It's not. I think six years ago, we knew it wasn't going to be. You're like, I bet you it's going to be easy. It's not going to be sad when I go away at night. But now you're like... He gets sad when I go away at night. <laughs> well, so. it, I get sad too because I know once there's a, a switch is going to click, he's going to be an adult pretty soon. And like right now, he waits for me to come home from his shows and we watch Fear of the Walking Dead or we watch a version of The Walking Dead where we're right. working through it. Like he waits for me. He's like, what time, what time do you get home? To, to have a teenage boy excited that you're going to get home so you can watch a TV show, it's not going to last. No, no. I'm... Right, if you bought him a car. I I don't even buy someone for two hours to take fronds off my palm trees. I'm not buying him a car or paying for car insurance. Right, so he wants, so how how many days a week will he play water polo? Four four nights a week. Four nights a week. Well, maybe he can carpool with some other 17-year-old who doesn't have a car. Well, no, no, no. None of, (laughs) very few of the the boys have driver's license. All of us moms are like, no, we don't want this. We don't right, want well, other driving. moms can carpool. Right, yeah, yeah, but now I have to call up a mom and go, I have a spot of flappers on Tuesday. Can you, like, I, I have to involve people in my comedy life that I'm used to just doing all by myself without, you know, primary, having any sort of... Uh, primary uh, caregiver. You've been doing it for decades. Ugh. Well played. Um, you're a hero. I'm not a hero. I'm angry. <laughs> Well, real heroes are angry. <laughs> I'm made of bees. That's anyway, true. Uh, I think it's close enough. I, we're it's probably not, three we minutes. Have, we have six more minutes. These six people paid minutes. money. Oh, but what if we did three more minutes each of stand-up? They would love that, wouldn't they? I don't know. <laughs> Ooh, look at that. <laughs> mix it up. Mix it. How about singing? Do you do any singing? <laughs> no, I don't sing, and neither do you. Stop it. <laughs> Let's just sit in the silence. We'll come up with something. We only have like four more minutes left. Okay. Neither do you. What an asshole. You're such a dick. I, I like don't. to think that if I you can had sing. One other talent, you do it. I know you. You 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 don't know. There's I might no do meat a soft on the bone shoe. left with you. All right. <laughs> if you could sing, that would you be closing on a singing anal song. I know you would. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> It just makes me want to break into song. Uh, I have nothing <laughs> prepared. I'm so sorry. Uh, well, this is our 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 uh, the magic <laughs> of of the of podcasting is that there is no prep. There is no prep. Well, some uh, people prep. I did Laura's. I did Tiny Victories. I filled in for Annabelle Gerwitz. She had a script. I was like, what? But do you remember you how long? About? How long is Tiny Victories? Fifteen minutes. Thank you. Uh, this is uh, we should times. have a script. I mean, we don't. I mean, and I wouldn't do it if we did. And now the strike is over. Yes. So we're both going to be working so much (laughs) that we don't have time to, uh, to, to do a, right. To do a script. So, so they, they, um, like shows are starting to like staff up again. Okay. So it's now everyone's like, Oh yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I, uh, I didn't write work on my pilot today, but I will tomorrow. You know what I do, um, now is when I finish working on it, like I'll do, I'll do like two hours of writing and then I sum up what I wrote and I say, here's what I need next. And then I schedule that email to go to myself the next day, like at 10 AM before I go to the coffee shop. So that when I go there, I have my plan 
already laid. Right. I don't have to waste time going, what did I work on yesterday? Because I forget shit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a little tip. But to, Hari Kondabolu wants to go to uh, lunch tomorrow. Well, I can do them both. All right. You know? All right. He's uh, he's playing at the Cap City. Oh, cool. And Ron White's over at the uh, the Rogan. And then mm-hmm. uh, I don't know who is at uh, Gonzo's or Rizzo's or whatever's over there. But we're uh, we're here. I'm just going to keep naming it something with a Z. And uh, yeah, and then we're going to be here. And I have I have so many. I you know what I got this week? Two new premises. Guess who doesn't need two new premises? I need two new fucking punchlines. Right. And that uh, that I think would uh, be closer to uh, what I'm looking for. Do you know it's been over two years since my last album? So uh, I, I staycation staycation right came out in 21. Yeah, no, it came out the week after mine. Right, 21. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I wish. By the way, you did Corden a week after I did Corden. Well, you're uh, stalking me. Uh, exactly. It's uh, do something else so that I can follow it. Uh, you're you're dropping the ball on how I'm going to move. Are you working on a late night set now? Uh, yeah. Are you? Yeah. Who are you aiming for? I was uh, and uh, any one of them. I don't care. Uh, I what, think I'm going to try Colbert. Oh well, I don't think uh, I, it's the mother-in-law set. So oh. I don't know who that would be good for. Maybe Fallon. Maybe, Maybe. Seth? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, here's what I do know. Yes. Uh, I don't have their addresses, the email addresses. Do you have the email addresses for people to Mm-mm. to submit? Okay. No. But Bruce, well, Bruce someone will. does. I'm sure someone does. Sure. Yes. Well, Bruce isn't my manager. I know. I take him to lunch sometimes, accidentally, because he goes to the Magnolia Grill, and yes. I'm there as well. And then all of a sudden, we're sitting there, and uh, only once did they put it on the same check, and I paid. But uh, but you still you haven't forgotten it. No, never will. Never will. <laughs> Not at all. Uh, Bruce Smith, you guys, I don't know if you ever saw Lady Dynamite. He is portrayed <laughs> accurately. <laughs> Not physically, but emotionally. Uh, go to Netflix, look for Bruce Smith. Yeah. Yeah, that was go. a good Lady portrayal Dynamite. of him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really sums it up. Yeah, that was Maria's show. That was mm-hmm. Maria's, uh, yeah, Maria's show. She, uh, other than that, I think, and then I'm home for three weeks, and then I go to Ann Arbor. So I'm psyched. When, when's the next time you're out of town besides I'm today? Fort Collins next weekend. Oh, that's right. And I'll bring our hats there and sell them there. Okay. Okay. Kills like a guy. Yeah. yeah. All right. And then uh, I'm at uh, Boxcar Comedy Club in Springville, Utah, December 1st. And December 2nd, I'll be in New York City doing spots. Okay. And then uh, I'm at the Sacramento Punchline, the 28th and 29th, or excuse me, 29th and 30th of December. And oh, then. Right. The 31st I'm doing, I'm doing a gig in Marin that's being produced by the guy who used to run the other cafe in the 80s. <laughs> and he, 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 go, he, he gave me the gig and, um, uh, and then, then he watched some of my clips and he's like, wow, you've gotten a lot edgier since. I'm like, yeah, since 1987. Yeah, I have. <laughs> Someone's hurt me in between now and then. <laughs> you and uh, and he's like, is this gonna be okay? Yeah, it's fine. It's it's twenty minutes on New Year's Eve. I You're doing understand twenty minutes. The yeah, assignment. It's be, yeah, yeah. You, you it's can, New Year's Eve. In you Marin. got the brief. It. It's yes. gonna be fine. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to Park City during Sundance, and mm. um, that is weird um, because and I rented a car just because I don't much like I as much as I like you. I don't want to live in a condo with you. I also don't want to be picked up an hour and a half away from anywhere uh, and have to sit in a car with somebody an hour and a half each way. I'm willing to rent a car. That was my that was my life in Telluride. That oh, right. weekend. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. So it's yeah. uh I'm going to learn by your example and my own example <laughs> mm-hmm. of many times uh where the person is uh in worst case scenario they're gross. Uh, best case scenario, they're boring. Uh, so, so, so you're seeking inspiration from yourself. Yes, <laughs> I'm not above it. I'm not above it. It's uh, so, but uh, I'm doing Comedy Works. I think in January. I mm-hmm. think is my next uh, thing after Ann Arbor. I have not been rebooked at the Comedy Works. Uh, Denver, the only place I'm famous. So look forward to that. Denver, another place I'm not famous. It's uh, but maybe one day there'll be one town that you're like, boom. And it might be San Francisco. It might be New York. Mm-hmm. You work those, uh, all the clubs there. That's neat. I work some of the clubs there. Yeah. They've changed, they've changed ownership. You uh, work for the seller. I don't work for the seller. You work for the seller in Vegas. I don't work for the seller in Vegas. You probably- and I worked for the seller uh, for a while when I was in New York. 
Let me just tell you, you could work at the cellar in Vegas. I don't know. Do you want 14 shows in seven days? I understand what Vegas is. They're all like that. They're not. This is actually the best of it. Yeah. Because they're only 15 minute sets, but you have to stay at the Rio, which needs to be burned to the ground and then rebuilt. Yes. Uh, and then you get to use the, uh, the employee cafeteria, which is uh, an error. Uh, <laughs> there's barely, I went down just for coffee. Yeah. And the smell of the terrible food uh, made me leave the cafeteria. I couldn't do it. The MGM Grand used to have a really good cafeteria. It was sweet. Like, that'd be half the reason you go there is you just, you had three meals a day down in the cafeteria with the real people, the workers. I was, the workers. Uh, yeah. The only time I liked uh, any, oh, I know, it was a weird gig in Reno. Have you guys been to Reno? It's the biggest little town in the world or whatever. And uh, I did the Catch Rising Star. Mm-hmm. And they would give you three buffet coupons a day for seven days. And uh, the first day, it was exciting. And then uh, by the fourth day, you realized that the prime rib was being turned into beef stroganoff. And it was the same uh, desserts all day. <laughs> was that so, book by Kevin Kearney? Yeah. Okay, that guy allegedly loved me, right? Never returned <laughs> emails. I finally call him. He's like, I'm on a ski lift. I'll get back to you. And then I never heard from him again. And then the club went under. Yeah, the club did go under. Uh, but I still have a sweatshirt somewhere. Nice. A, a Catch Rising Star sweatshirt. Uh, I, I, I've had enough. I yeah, want to do stand-up comedy. To. Can we please do stand-up comedy? Yes, let's end this. You can stop recording. <laughs> Maximum Fun. A worker-owned network. Of artist-owned shows. Supported. Directly. By you.